Do you constantly battle feeling like you're not enough? Maybe it feels like this heavy weight is tied around your neck. You're stuck comparing yourself to others, alternating between jealousy and resentment. Did you know that changing your thought life, renewing your mind as we're called to do in Romans, can free you from living like this and set you on a path of joy-filled living? Don't know where to start? That's where I come in. Book a one-on-one mindset renewal session with me. Just send me an email at carlaargeswellness at gmail.com to get more info. In these sessions, we break down beliefs that are holding you back and set you on a course of living a less overwhelmed, more joyful, and purposeful life. You'll leave with the tools you need to rewrite the script in your head and take control over your life. Again, email me at carlaargeswellness at gmail.com and I will send you all the information. I can't wait to hear from you. Hey friends, welcome to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hello, friends. It is Curly here. I have been going through some stuff with the Lord the last uh, few weeks. Well, really the last few years, but... So much revelation has come the last few weeks. And I wanted to take today's episode just to be real and be vulnerable with you, show you where God's convicted me of something, and perhaps through my experience, encourage you if you are going through something similar. I talked high level about this on my Instagram stories, but I am going to give you guys all the real details. And um, like I said, I just hope that in me getting vulnerable and real with y'all and how God is transforming my heart that you would be encouraged because here's the thing, God is always good. Sometimes the conviction, you know, doesn't feel great. It doesn't feel good to realize you've let God down. Sometimes in our Christian walk, we can forget that the flesh is sinful and the heart is deceitful and we are still wretched. Um, And it's only by the grace of God that we continue on and have communion with him. So the last few years, since I started Affirming Truths, not the podcast, but Affirming Truths, my business. My business started with a deck of who you say I am affirmation cards. Um, I run a course on growing in God confidence. Um, I run In His Image Wellness Collective. and There's the podcast. I do one-on-one coaching. And over the last few years, as I've added, you know, different things into the business and started the podcast, I've been praying for God to bless my endeavors. And when I say bless my endeavors, I really have meant 
that I've been praying for God to financially bless my endeavors, that he would open up provision for my family through my my business. Because right now, and for many, many, many years, my husband has been the sole breadwinner with my bipolar and the struggles with my mental illness. It's been very hard for me to hold down a traditional job. And every time I try, I end up imploding. And it's just in the long run, not good for my family, not good for my mental health. And so part of me has always struggled with this idea that I'm university educated, I'm smart, I'm intelligent, and I don't bring any income into the household. But man, do I spend it. Even before, and I don't mean reckless spending, like my medications alone for my mental health are a couple hundred dollars a month um, to deal with my neck pain and all of that. I go to the chiropractor and get massage and there's expenses there. And my business, even though it doesn't make money, has so many expenses, right? Like it costs money to run a podcast. It costs money um, to have inventory of my cards. Like it costs money to host a website and all those things. So here I am costing money. Lord God, would you just bless what I'm doing to bring in finances. I'm not saying make me a millionaire. Help me to cover my business expenses. Help me to go a little bit extra to cover groceries. And I've been praying for this financial breakthrough in my business for years. And I've been trying different things, right? Well, this isn't really bringing in any income. Maybe I'll try this and I'll try something for a few months. And that's not really bringing in any income. I'll try this. And I was feeling frustrated a couple of weeks ago. Thank God, my business is all about pointing people to you. Wouldn't you want to bless that? I mean, you tell us that you will plant in us your desires. And therefore, when we pray, you will give us the desires of our heart because they're aligned to your will. Lord God, what am I doing wrong? Like, why are you not answering my prayer? Why are you not financially blessing this business? Why aren't you opening the doors for me to provide just a little income for my family? And help take the pressure off my husband, help cover my expenses. Like, I don't understand God. My business is faith-based. My business is ministry. Why wouldn't you financially bless that? And I began questioning God and in my prayer time and my prayer journaling, asking God why. And here's the thing. God rarely answers the question why, right? I said this before in other podcasts that God rarely answers us why, right? He doesn't owe us a why. What he usually does is redirect the question to who, who is sovereign, who is good, who is Lord of our life, who has promised us good things. And we have to trust in who he is. We don't need to understand the why we just need to trust in who he is. But God actually answered me why he answered me why he told me why he was not allowing me to quote unquote succeed in these areas. And he revealed to me that my heart was in fact deceitful. 
he revealed to me that in fact, my intentions were not about him, but about me. Specifically, he showed me one, I wasn't relying on his way to provide provision for my family. I was thinking Carla had to do it. Carla has to bring in the income. You know, inflation is on the rise. Everything is more expensive. It's not like all of a sudden my husband's getting a raise to cover all the increase in expenses. Carla's got to show up. I wasn't trusting God to fill the gap. I was looking for a backup plan to God. And that's not what God wants. God wants me to fully trust him and his provision and the way that he decides to bless us. He has promised to always cover our needs like he cares for the birds and he cares for the fields. How much more does he care for us? And then he revealed something else. He revealed to me that me wanting financial success in what I'm doing was about me looking for outside validation. Oh, ouch. If you would have asked me a couple of weeks ago, do I need to be validated in what I'm doing or am I walking in obedience? I would have said, girl, I'm walking in obedience. God called me to it. I'm showing up. Hmm. Hmm. God showed me, ah, I was looking for outside validation by trying to see success the world's way. Were people liking what I was offering? Were people liking what I was doing? Does that mean they like me? I was looking for outside validation where God doesn't want me to look out. He wants me to look up. And so God has revealed to me that my heart was deceitful and that the last few years, while I've been praying for God to bless me, I've been striving in my own strength. And I've been striving with my own agenda and my own plan. Lord, forgive me. I had a come to Jesus moment when God revealed the truth of my heart. And I fell on my knees and I repented. And God has told me to be still and wait. Be still and wait. And the Hebrew word for be still is rapa, R-A-P-H-A-H. And it actually means to stop striving. God wants me to stop striving and to wait on him. Now, normally I would be in the thick of planning for 2023. In fact, in November, I had a session with my business coach and we started to lay the framework of some new things I was going to offer in Q1 of 2023. But I'm not doing that anymore. Because God has asked me to be still and wait. Not my natural position. Can I tell you that? Waiting is hard. Maybe you're in a season of waiting right now. Maybe you've been waiting for weeks or months or years, and it can be hard. Waiting is hard. But here's a couple of things that God's revealing to me in my waiting. One, waiting is active. 
It's not sitting around in your bathrobe waiting for a messenger from heaven. Waiting is active. It means I'm being active in where I know he has anointed and called me in the meantime. I am more present and pressed into my motherhood. I'm taking my role as spouse more seriously. And I'm pouring my heart into this podcast because he has not told me to stop this. He has told me to lean in and keep going. And he has given me so many messages to deliver to you guys over next year. So in the waiting of what my future is going to look like, I am active in where I know he's placed me to wait. I'm also active in how I'm redeeming my time. You see, before I was striving, and here's the thing. I told my husband this. He's like, I don't see that about you. And I was like, dude, are you questioning what God told me? Because I a thousand percent know I heard from God. And here's the thing. God knows our heart. You can't judge what you see from someone on the outside. God knows our heart. And what my husband didn't realize is that every second of every day, my mind was racing and my heart was unsettled thinking, I should be doing this. I should be doing this. I should be doing more. Why isn't this working? What can I do next? The outside may have looked chill. (laughs) The outside may have looked calm, but inside there was striving and anxiousness and doubt and not trusting God. And God called me on it. And I'm so glad he did because you want to know what I want more than my plans to work. I want God's plans to work. I want my heart transformed by the Holy Spirit. And so part of my waiting in active waiting is redeeming the time of my striving and taking it to God and say, change me. Holy Spirit, come purge my heart. Purify me, O Lord. Refine me in the fire. Yes, it's not going to feel good. Yes, waiting is going to be hard. But Lord, I am here. I am yours. Have your way. I surrender. And I am having to surrender every day. In fact, I am having to surrender multiple times a day. I even put an alarm on my phone that goes off every day that says, I surrender and submit to the will of God because my heart is willing, but the flesh is weak. The flesh is stubborn. It wants to hold on to my agenda. It wants to hold on to my plans. It wants to see evidence my way. And I need to remind my spirit every day, no, you will bow down to your king. You will surrender and you will submit and you will be obedient. I have to talk to myself that way. I have to remind my spirit who's boss and it's not me. It's God. It's God. So if you are in a period of waiting, the other thing God revealed to me is in our waiting, he is working. You know, it's kind of like in the spring, If you're a gardener and you're getting your seeds ready to plant and you start them off inside and you plant the seeds and you cover them in soil, you put them in a sunny place and you water them. And long before you see those first buds pierce through the soil, long before that, while you're waiting, things are going on beneath the surface. 
Growth is happening beneath the surface. Transformation is happening beneath the surface. Rooting is happening beneath the surface. I may not see right now what God has me waiting on, but I know he is working. And where he is working, fruit will be born. Fruit will come. There will be a blossom. There will be a harvest in the waiting. So do not lose hope in the waiting. God is working. God is working to cultivate an incredible harvest in your life. I have no idea what 2023 holds. And that's not like me. I usually have a plan, some sense of direction. Here's what I'm going to do. January 1st, here's what I'm going to start working on. I have no idea. I have no idea. But I trust who knows. I trust the author of my life. And I only wish, I only wish I would have got this lesson sooner. I've been praying for two years from a deceitful heart. If only I had asked why sooner. I'm a little stubborn. Maybe that's the Sicilian side of me. But I'm here now. And I'm waiting. And the affirming truth for you is that I will be still and wait upon the Lord. I want you this season to stop striving. If you got, if you hear God telling you to wait, obey that. Listen to that. He is working something out in you, for you, and for his glory. And it will be far better than whatever you could orchestrate on your own. Here's the other thing that I learned. That sometimes when God doesn't answer our prayers and we wonder why isn't God answering our prayer, it's because our heart is not in the wrong, in the right spot. If you've been praying for something for a long time right now, and you haven't seen God move, ask him why. And see if there's a heart adjustment that needs to happen. That's not always the reason. There are lots of reasons why God does not answer prayers the way that we want. Sometimes it's because our heart is wrong. Our heart is deceitful. And God has to change our heart. So I wanted to to encourage you today to ask the spirit, to say, search me spirit, reveal reveal to me anything that's not of you. Cleanse me, cleanse me. Give me the heart of God. Plant your will in me. Give me a desire to chase after you. And with that affirming truth, let's look at Isaiah 40, 31. But they who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. If you are tired, it's time to wait on the Lord. Let him do the work. He will strengthen you. He will lift you on high. He will energize you and he will equip you to walk where he's leading. But first, we must wait. We must be still. Stop striving and trusting God. Thank you guys for letting me to share my heart with you. 
Thank you for being a safe place for me to open up and reveal to you my sin and my stumbling blocks. Thank you for showing up here and letting me just be honest and vulnerable with you. It's not always easy to admit where we failed. It's not always easy to admit where God is calling out our sin. But God does that to purify us, to make us more into the likeness of Jesus. And so I am thankful for that. And I want to encourage you, don't run from God's revelations. Don't run from his convictions. Embrace them. Because on the other side of that is more life and more freedom and more joy and more peace, right? The more we we become like Jesus, the more we get to experience his peace and love and joy. And that's pretty amazing. All right, I'll talk to you next time, friends. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.